Hey, it's Aiden here, just dropping in at the beginning of the podcast to say hello and to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that has checked out Songs That Changed You and rated and reviewed it on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I think you can only rate it on Spotify, give it the five stars um, or four and a half. I'll accept four and a half or five. You choose. You can't review it there. You can over on Apple Podcasts and just reading your comments and reviews is the best. I absolutely love it. Impressive after just one ep. Short, sharp and personal. Aiden's new podcast just goes that little bit deeper than ones he has done in the past and he really connects with the people he is interviewing. It's so nice. I, I love reading this. Um, this is amazing. What a great story. So relatable to my Christian upbringing. That's so good. Um, great podcast. I'm so excited for all the incredible stories to come. 10 out of 10. These are all reviews that have come through on Apple Podcasts. And some of them, not even from my mum. Some of them are genuine. <laughs> so that's so good. Again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everyone that's told a friend or told somebody to listen. Really appreciate that. We've been jumping about in the podcast charts, which is so good to see. And I know that that is uh, all the beautiful listeners that are spreading the word. So thank you so much. Today's guest, DJ Payne. Now, he was one of the first people that put his hand up for this podcast and was like, yep, I'll do it, Aiden, for sure. We recorded this one a little while back, and since then, literally just in the last week or so, DJ's got a new job for Vision Christian Media, uh, which is very exciting. Congratulations to him. But I don't know too much of the details, so go follow DJ Payne on Instagram to find out more. Let's do it. Strike out the band and make the five lines. Peasants point. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Yes, it's songs that change you time once again. And today I am joined by radio announcer, photographer, father of three, and currently running internet radio station, The Telly, and I quote, Christian music nerd, DJ Payne. Good <laughs> afternoon. How are you doing? Oh, buddy, Aiden, I am so, so honoured to be chatting to you with, the, with this new segment, uh, this new podcast, this new idea, whatever it is, what this becomes. I'm just honoured to be a part of it. Whatever this Frankenstein's monster turns into. <laughs> As a fellow creative who who has more ideas than they can actually do, I appreciate you just running with this one because this is, you are talking my language here, man. Well, let's kick it off then. What is the song that changed you, DJ? Uh, talk about a challenge. Talk about a challenge. A man whose whole whole life is music to try to come down with one. There were so many different avenues I could go down. Well, I'm not asking uh, you to pick I... your favourite song. That should be clear. No, it's, no. It, it's just yes. one particular song that has changed you in that moment. Well, the way that my mind works, I went down the avenue of, I got it to an artist and then I had a handful of his songs that have changed me mm -hmm. and I picked one of his songs that changed me. So I've gone for the song... The Twist by the group called Swirling Eddies, written and sung by my hero, Terry Scott Taylor. Me 
All right, so up until today, I'd never heard of the the swirling eddies, and I'm <laughs> going to throw it out there that I'd say a large majority of listeners haven't either. <laughs> Give us the history. I now, the, warned you. I warned you. I'm a Christian music nerd. All so right? the, this is what I can gather. They hail from America, California. It's yes. a bit of a spin-off or or side project for Terry. And this song, and in particular the career of the Swirling Eddies sort of popped up in the late 80s, mid to early 90s. Yes, yes. If you zoom out a little bit, and again, I don't want to turn this into the uh, Music Nerd podcast, the Christian Music Nerd podcast, (laughs) but the man that invented basically like modern and alternative Christian rock is Terry Scott Taylor in the Jesus People Movement of the 70s in California. Yeah. Like if you imagine the Jesus People Movement in, you know, with the hippies and everything like that, and you imagine the Eagles in California in the, in the in the 70s, that was Terry Scott Taylor and his group, Daniel Amos. They were massive. They were bigger than bigger, you know, big. They were filling auditoriums. And then they just decided to go very sideways and, and embrace the new wave, you know, start uh, doing stuff that sounded like David Bowie and everything and, you know, they just shrank their audience size down and down and down and down and got involved in a lot of different side projects. And uh, what began as a satirical look at Christian music is this side project of Swirling Eddies. Uh, they did two incredible albums sort of lampooning the church and talking about, you know, as, as, a, as a comedy and satire only can, talking about their faith in that way. But when it came to their third album, uh, which is Zoom Daddy in 1994, mm-hmm. they actually got very sincere well, in a weird way. Funny you bring that up because I noticed that the first two albums, they've got pseudonyms for their names and they're almost playing roles or characters, whereas in this album, got it. they're going with their birth names in, in yes. and showing in that some more sincerity. Yeah, 100%. They tracked the entire album very quickly as in grooving out the tunes and working out where they were going. And what would happen is that Terry would either just sing something stupid to keep them going and sing out the chorus, or as they were writing down on the tapes what song that was, they would make a joke to each other. For example, uh, they came up with a groove, which is the first song on the album, and Terry's like, man, what am I going to call that? And Tim Chandler is like, man, it sounds like a weird James Bond movie. How about something like, I had a bad experience with the CIA. And Terry, as a joke, said, yeah, yeah, and now I'm going to show you my feminine side. The name of the song on the album is I had a bad experience with the CIA and now I'm going to show you my feminine side. (laughs) So the album is full of really strange names and concepts that, you know, that they came up with playing it live. And then Tim Chandler challenged Terry, don't change the names it's your job as a lyricist to come up with something deep around the nonsense we've been singing together. So it's the launching so, point. <laughs> it's a weird concept album of this, you know, music is all over the place, but I love it. Set the scene. Where were you in 1994 when you were first hearing this song and things? I'm an old, old man. I was 22, traveling around America by myself for six months. And I was going to, uh, you know, Christian music festivals. Uh, I was catching buses, trains, uh, you know, hitchhiking, whatever I could do. And I traveled around America for six months, as you do as 22 years old. Yeah. And um, I was at a Christian music festival. I was at Cornerstone Christian Music Festival. You know, the, it's, it's no longer a thing in the, middle of, in the middle of America. 
And uh, lo and behold, they they had that album had just come out. I remember, uh, you know, taking that album and listening to it, you know, just on repeat on my cassette Walkman. Again, I'm an old man. <laughs> uh, so as this as this young 22 year old uh, getting into, and I was a you know rabid music you know fan as you are at, at 22. The sad thing for me, it just hasn't let up. I'm still the same same guy as I was back then. Nothing wrong with that. And got and. <laughs> And going through all of this music, all of these strange, funny songs, in the middle of the album is a song called The Twist. As I'm reading through the lyrics, I was overwhelmed with, you know, what he was singing about. And it literally, you know, made me stop and made me rewind the cassettes and listen to it again and again and again. Well, I've listened to it a few times now. And upon first throwing it on, I was like, oh, yeah, cool song. And it wasn't until I actually read through the lyrics and went, oh, this is very clearly written from Jesus's perspective on his last day yes. uh, on earth yeah. and, and, yeah. and being nailed to the cross and and that whole mm. experience. But it's it's sort of like a, I wouldn't say a modern day take, but he's using modern day language and things like that. And I don't think yeah. you pick up on it straight away because of there's a few metaphors in there and things. But when you're reading through, it's like, oh, wow, this is really clear. Yeah, yeah. And I always get very nervous for Christian singers when they sing in the voice of God. Yeah. You know, when they sing in the voice of Jesus or they sing in the voice of God the Father and and are speaking out what he might be thinking of and, and things like that. I get very nervous for them and I'm not a particular fan of that type of song. So this is very, it hits me from outside. As I was reading through, uh, you know, the lyrics, it, I think it challenged me, as it does, you know, in that age, in the early 20s, it challenged me to to step up into this, into like, you know, saying you're a profess, professing Christian, saying that you're walking with God, saying that you're, um, you know, doing all this stuff. There is a real challenge in this song. Uh, you know, if I'm being honest, it gutted me. It absolutely gutted me. Like like it says in Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, you know, the prophet Isaiah in the Bible, when he sees just part of God's clothing, yeah. the, the word that he uses is, I became unraveled. I became, that's that was me in some random person's couch, <laughs> you know, in the middle of America, listening to this song again. I, I became unraveled before God. And there's not many songs I can say I had that experience with. And just the chorus that he keeps coming back to, Jesus is speaking to the audience and he says, you know, that chorus is, and look me in the face, at least what's left of it. Mm. Oof. I, I, th- that alone, when I realized that was Christ talking about it, is, is amazing because there's a humanness here in the, in, in the words of Christ that just, you know, still gets me. I'll get emotional talking about it. Tell me you just love me just a little bit. Nail me down, break the skin, hard enough to do me in, but don't leave me hanging, dying, dangling, twisting in the wind. And I guess for me, and it's, and again, all these years later, uh, you know, what does what it be? 28 years later, those words still cut me deep because I still feel that Christ is still calling me to not leave him dangling in the wind. It still gets me. Yeah, Aiden, it still gets me every time, and it humanizes him as well. Not that he was human; he was he was God and human. But it it makes it more real and and human, and these feelings he's going through, uh, coming through yeah. in, in the song exactly. 
DJ, thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate hearing about this song, and and I, I discovered could, I a new talk artist. I about this all day long. <laughs> Here it is for everyone now. This is the twist from the Swirling Eddies. Hang on,
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.